If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. Sifter.com.au Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. And I'm Fiona Bartholomew. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, loot boxes could be restricted in Australia, Nintendo acknowledges buggy Pokemon launch, and the Disco Elysium drama continues. Here is the news for Sunday, 4th of December. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. While the loot box is slowly drifting out of favour, Andrew Wilkie, an Australian independent member of parliament, wants to see them in another box, a coffin. Here's Wilkie introducing the bill into parliament. And that's why today I'm introducing my classification, publication, films and computer games amendment, Loot Boxes Bill 2022, which aims to regulate how computer, video and online games that contain these loot boxes are classified. The amendments also require a warning to be displayed when games contain loot box type mechanisms. This means young people will be restricted from buying and playing games with these features and parents will be able to easily identify when these rather surreptitious tactics are included in gameplay. Speaker, many parents may not know that loot boxes feature in games such as Star Wars, Call of Duty, FIFA and even Mario Kart. Indeed, research by the Australian Gaming Council found 62% of the best-selling games contained loot boxes. Wilkie has been a long-time opponent of gambling and would like to see Australia's classification system changed so that all games with loot boxes would be R18+, which restricts their sales to adults. Belgium and the Netherlands already restrict the sale of loot boxes in games, which has meant games like Diablo Immortal don't release there at all. Maybe we might see something similar in Australia if this bill passes. Australia's classification system isn't always the best for players, but this seems like a pretty reasonable change and has been one that many people have been waiting for ever since Belgium and the Netherlands introduced their restrictions. Nintendo have finally acknowledged the buggy launch of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and have promised to fix it. The game got its first patch this week. It wasn't massive, mostly fixing a problem with the game audio during the Elite Four, but attached was a short note from Nintendo apologising for poor performance and a promise to fix these issues. Players are mixed on whether this patch fixes anything at all, but it sounds like more fixes are on the way. Let us know in the Sifter Discord how you go. I know there are a lot of fans out there who are still enjoying this title, but I just cannot understand why the gaming community continues to let Game Freak get away with this. Y'all have Stockholm Syndrome for real. The Disco Elysium drama continues this week, with the legal battle now having uncovered IP ownership issues and alleged misuse of company funds. If you missed the start of this story over the last couple of months, creatives at the studio behind Disco Elysium, Zaum, were forced out of the company late last year, and it has not been pretty ever since. Former team members Robert Kurvitz and Alexander Rostov claimed that the now CEO, Ilmar Kompas, obtained a majority stake in the company illegally. It gets weirder, though. 
To get the money, Compass allegedly used a shell company he controls to purchase concept sketches for the Disco Elysium sequel for just one euro, and then sold them back to Zaum for 4.8 million euros. Kurvitz and Rostov claimed that once this information started circulating internally, they were quickly let go. It's a super complex situation and one that will continue to unfold in the coming months. We'll keep you updated here on Walkthrough, but in the meantime, head to the show notes for a link to a really great breakdown of the situation by Danielle Partis at Games Industry. I agree. It's such a complex situation with more information coming out every month. It's always sad to see game developers and companies go through these difficult times like this. Here is a weird one. Dedicated Genshin Impact players have convinced themselves that they'll get free Primo Gems currency if the game wins at the next week's Game Awards. Spotted by Sonic Frontier fans who are definitely a little bit miffed about this situation, it looks like some players have built a voting campaign based on the assumption Genshin developer Hoyoverse will give out coin if they win. Jeff Keighley, host of the Game Awards, said in a Reddit AMA that it doesn't look like bots are impacting the vote at this stage in the player's voice category, but the team was looking into it. The Game Awards will stream on Thursday, December 8th in the US, but land pretty perfectly into Friday 9th of December for us here in Australia. Thanks, Jeff. This sounds like QAnon for gamers. I hope for the fans' sake that this plays out how they want, but given the success rate of online conspiracy theories, I wouldn't be holding my breath. Speaking of Sonic Frontiers, the game is set to get a lot more DLC into 2023, including a photo mode, new challenges, new playable characters, and costumes. Sega shared the roadmap with three phases of updates to come throughout next year, and they'll all be free. Sonic Frontiers might not be a perfect game, but it does a lot of things right, so this free content is a bit of extra icing when it goes on inevitable discount. It's great to see that, despite the mixed reactions to the game, the game is getting more content and a plus that it's free. It'll be interesting to see if new players jump on board with these DLCs. Gianni's game of the year for sure. Australian-made Wildflowers has won the Apple App Store's Arcade Game of the Year. This cosy witchy farming sim has been a huge hit when it landed on the Apple Arcade earlier this year, picking up the Apple Design Award for inclusion just a few months ago. Apex Legends Mobile won iPhone Game of the Year and Inscription won Mac Game of the Year. Originally an Apple Arcade launch title, you can pick it up now on Steam and Switch. A big year for the Melbourne-based studio Drydock, who also picked up two Australian Game Developer Awards for Mobile Game and Narrative. Congratulations! That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this coming week. Out on the 5th is Swordship by French developers Digital Kingdom. It's a fast-paced modern take on vertical arcade shooters, except players don't have any weapons and can only use their enemies' attacks against them. It looks and sounds great and is out on all platforms on Monday. Hello Neighbor 2 is out on the 6th, the follow-up to 2017's very unsettling and funny stealth horror hit. You're tasked with digging up dirt on your super creepy neighbor, learn his routines, plan your movements, and uncover the mystery. Grab it on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on the 6th. Another fantastic-looking indie coming this week is Ion by Bulwark Studios. It's a city builder set on an enormous space station that incorporates survival, exploration, and resource management. If city building is your thing, this could be a really interesting take on the genre. It's out on PC this Wednesday. After months of waiting, Portal with RTX is coming as a free DLC for anyone who already owns the game on Steam. Anyone lucky enough to have an RTX-equipped GPU will get to experience the classic puzzler with high-res textures, high-poly models, and a fully ray-traced lighting features. That'll be available this Thursday. 
and Choo Choo Charles, the survival horror game where you are stalked by a horrifying spider train is out on Friday. Take out an evil Thomas the Tank Engine on the 9th on PC. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomeus. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love listening to Sifter, so why not show your support by backing us on Ko-Fi? Your help lets us keep making our shows, so head to sifter.com.au slash support. That address again is sifter.com.au slash support. Sifter is produced by Kyle Paletto, myself, Daniel Ang, Daniel Hines, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer and Gianni Di Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. And thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studios for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. 